Welcome to another episode of Respiratory and Ice, where we discuss all things pulmonary critical care while gracefully consuming adult beverages. I'm your host, Justin Phillips, along with Lance Bangalinan and Rob Bautista. Wow. All right. We're back for another episode and we're sheltering in place, I guess, this time. We broke the rules last time. And so, yeah. You know, oh, man. Yeah. We broke the rules last time and now we're trying to follow them. Uh, it seems like, at least when I'm watching TV now and kind of seeing what's going on in the news, you know, like people like Trevor Noah, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimball, uh, Stephen Colbert, Diva Samaro, shout out to New York City, ah, ah, ah. They're all doing like at home recordings. So why not be safe? Follow suit. I think we all get enough exposure in the workplace and. We could still do podcasts at home. Anywho, it's a cheeky episode. Let's talk about cheekies. What is a cheeky, Justin? Bar terminology. Oh, my God. All right. You guys have me on that. I don't know what a cheeky is until I met these two. Essentially, a cheeky is a, a bartender's handshake, so, so to speak. It is a way, at least in the the, the bar industry, it's, it's a welcoming gesture and a goodbye and a a reason for the bartender to drink with you while they're still working. We call it cheeky because it's a very, very small pour of whatever spirit you're drinking. So it's a, it's a, uh, it's a way to express uh, thanks and gratitude. And it's a, in a small, concise shot. So moving on when we have a short episodes like today, we're just going to have cheekies. Uh, what are you guys drinking? I am currently drinking this nice blue and white bottle of Classe Azul. Uh, I like tequila. Mm -hmm. mm. They're paying you well. Huh? <laughs> I'm imbibing on some uh, Larceny bourbon out of the Heaven Hill distilleries in Kentucky. Because it's a damn crime what's going on right now with this PPE. Oh, that's a tragedy. I'm keeping it simple. We talked about it before. Four Roses does a job. All right, boys, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Extended shelter in place. Rob, how are you managing it? So here in California, Newsom extended the shelter in place to May 1st. Uh, what am I doing? Uh, I'm cooking at home a hell of a lot more. Grilled up some steaks earlier, some roasted cauliflower. I'm actually working out using like a street parking. Uh, Netflix. <laughs> I, like, I didn't want to do it, but I got on the train last night and watched. Was it Tiger Tiger King? Oh my god! I can't stop tiger, hearing about this Tiger King. Tiger, thing. tiger uppercut. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's com it's complete trash in reality TV, but. It, it hooks the hell out of you. <laughs> like, what, what is that? What is it called? What is the show called? Tiger I've heard King. About it. Tiger King. Tiger it's, King. With, uh, with the mullet, right? Yeah. It's about like tigers, like people in the Midwest and in the South, everywhere except California, have tigers in cages in their backyards, and it's fucking insane. Well, I mean, they're all over on the dating apps. I mean, have you not seen that before? Oh, yeah. Get baby tiger, baby lion. 
Really? All Tiger the rage. Dating app? Yeah. Dating app, Tiger Pictures is a thing. I had no idea. Well, all right. To all the listeners, if you, you don't have to say your name, although I, I think most people nowadays actually meet on dating apps, but I know there are a handful of you that can co-sign with me, and you, you will say when you're in the, the swiping mood, let us know how many how many times have you run across someone posing with a tiger, baby, full sized, completely paralyzed, <laughs> partially partially dissociated on some propofol. <laughs> I must say, I did not know our episode was going to start off with a bunch of tigers. I love it. I, it's a thing, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> mine, mine. When I was in the the early stages of dating, I had a I had a crocodile pick on mine. <laughs> Were they from the South? <laughs> that was when I was in the Philippines. You're, you're saying you're holding a crocodile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so, okay. You're, so you're, you're watching this Tiger stuff. Okay, what else? In Netflix. Have you reached the end of Netflix yet? Pretty much. Like, there's not much to do on Netflix anymore, so I've just been reading a bunch and um, looking up local restaurants. By the way, support your local restaurants. Keep them in business. If they do Absolutely. take out, help them out. Indeed. Definitely. Um, maybe we'll, uh, I can't think of a couple off the top of my head. There are quite a few bars in my area in uh, downtown Oakland that, um, that are struggling. And some of them are, are fairly new. Um, and so they're coming up with creative ways to um, help their bar staff, um, like to-go cocktails and stuff like that. They'll take orders. Um, yeah. There's one off the top of my head um, that is... Yeah, it's somewhere in downtown. What we'll do is, like in the show notes, I'll put it together, um, and we'll uh, we'll send links out. And uh, you know, if you're in the Oakland or San Francisco area, you can check some of these p- places out, and not only uh, be able to still enjoy some of your favorite foods, but be able to take home um, some of uh, these spirits and get fucked up with us. <laughs> and <laughs> as you enjoy those foods and take your drinks and beverages in. Please don't stop watching your Netflix because that's what I've been doing most of the time is investing in stocks, and I am heavily invested in Netflix. Netflix, and among others. Yeah, I am actually. <laughs> yeah. So now you're not a respiratory therapist; you're a day trader. Uh, I'm not a day trader. I'm one to invest long time, and that's what I'm doing. And buying well, on dips. Hoping, I, I was hoping you're, you know, you're going to be the next. Like, yeah, no, I'm just gambling with this. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it feels like that some days uh, when I'm looking at all these different stocks, but yeah, not much so really. Other than that, the other things I'm doing is just, I'm actually still staying fairly busy actually with, you know, like you said, work and school and, you know. You're still doing witness of fitness. I see your Instagram post. Uh, well, you know, I got to keep fit. I have this all, all this uh, home gym equipment here, just all built up. I know it's, you know, it's actually home gym equipment's getting really expensive to purchase. Like I can... I can sell my set of dumbbells for like three times the price right now if I really want to make some money, but I won't are do you, that. <laughs> are you doing your own programming or are you following a pro or is there a program, a site that you're using? Uh, no, not necessarily. Just kind of doing my own stuff here and there. Uh, my wife, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to, you know, tout her up, but she's, <laughs> <laughs> but she's, uh, <laughs> doing her- plug, plug, sign up yeah, now. Shout out. Sign shout up for out. Fitness. <laughs> no, but she's an online coach doing great things at home still, still making her business run. So really proud of her. 
Uh, but other than that, yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing here. Just uh, staying busy. Wow. You guys make me feel like I'm not doing jack. Yeah, I've just been kind of kicking it. It's, it's, it's a weird time, you know? Uh, if, I'm, if I'm not at the hospital, I'm, you know, effectively out of school for the moment. So I'm uh, I'm just kind of hanging out. Not getting a haircut. Yeah, definitely not getting a haircut. I've, I've, I definitely look like Tom Hanks on an <laughs> island. Like, there's about to be a Wilson moment coming up. Uh, but, but, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I think in the, the greater scheme of things, uh, considering on how much exposure we got, we have at the hospital, it's, it's nice to be able to decompress. Um, and it's great that, you know, you guys are, are, are staying healthy and, uh, and yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, let me ask you guys though, let's move into some respiratory stuff. Have you guys seen this joint statement? on multiple patients on ventilators. Uh, it was put out by and supported, it's put out by the ARC, but it's fully supported by the SCCM, the ASA, the APSF, the AACN, and CHEST as well, too. Have you guys Uh-oh. seen that or perused it or browsed it? Here we go again, because if we didn't talk about it enough last episode, we're going to bring it up. <laughs> uh, yes, I did. And I think it's you know, um, a nice statement. Uh, so right, we so when if if you haven't listened to the episode where we talked about uh, you know the logistical side and maybe even ethical points of um, sharing ventilators, uh, listen to I think that was uh, the last episode, episode two or something like that, um, where we we did a a pretty hefty debate about it. Um, but at, at least my analysis of this joint statement from all these. Uh, as, uh, associations and societies, it it, it kind of touches on everything that we already kind of stated, right? It it had some of my pros of why you should do it or, or not. And actually, I take that back. Not why you should do it, but if you were, what are the logistical problems of being able to measure values and stuff like that? And then it kind of hones in on the bigger, the bigger ethical points of, and, you know, even scientific points of why you shouldn't do it. I mean, uh, am I wrong for jump to that conclusion no and if you look at it some places like you just heard new york governor cuomo just released that they're allowing people to do uh two patients to event out there i i'm pretty much i go with the statement like i'm i'm all for patient safety and just trying to do the best we can yeah, most definitely. And I mean, not that I wouldn't be curious to see how that pans out because it's only been bench tested and whatnot, but uh, for the sake of safety, yeah, I agree. I would not. I mean, remember, in, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, although it is, it, it, you know, the statement is essentially a recommendation. It is not a hard do not thing. So regardless of uh, the recommendation of um, all these experts, from uh, various uh, disciplines and in, in these societies, I mean, you still very well may run into it. Um, and again, I would, uh, it, it's a good piece of literature to read if you haven't heard our last episode, because it will like bullet point list the things that you should be worried about. Um, so if you were to run into this thing, is it, run into this type of setup clinically, um, I, I would definitely, peruse the statement um because yeah 
these are the points that you would have to argue with intensivists, uh, other therapists who may be, you know, gung-ho about doing it, um, and other hospital staff. We should be reading up on this because right now, currently, I've, I've heard it at least on six different occasions, and it's, it's, a, it's a talking point in the ICUs. Yeah, I, I agree. I've, I've heard it several times, although it's frowned upon, and we all know it's unsafe. Uh, like Justin said, I mean, you're going to hear it. And, and people might entertain in the fact of, well, uh, if we are even thinking about it, we should be prepared for it if it really comes to that case. And maybe they might even, you know, test it out just to see how it even looks like. Um, however. Great. Well, the literature is out there. We'll put a link to it. Um, it can be easily searched on the AARC website. I'm sure it's very readily available on like SCCM and stuff like that, but we'll kind of guide you guys in the right direction. Uh, outside of that, check us out for another episode next week or whenever we sign back on, I guess we'll be working from home again. Huh? Yeah. All right. I'm Justin <laughs> Phillips, Lance Bangalina, Rob Bautista. And that's going to be respiratory on ice. Ice. Cheers, ice. boys. Ice.